fine with it. And then every week what we'll do is we'll say, welcome to Harbor Burns Podcast. Every week we have a guest. We get them full. We get them drunk. And then we talk to them about whatever. And that's today's guest is. That's that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have this be the intro. I don't think. No, no, no. no, no. This, it, is, this is the chit chat before. This is the whatever we do before. And then you just, you get to, you go. You go. Introception. <laughs> It'll. The only reason it's weird now is because this is the ship before the chat. This is the ship of the ship before the chat. She's <laughs> absolutely right. And we do this. We always do this, which I like. And then you do like the official intro, which has to come to you. I'm just come from you. I'm just a dude that fucking works here. I can't do the intro. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. This is the show uh, about brunch in the service industry. It's a comedy podcast about the service industry. Or it's a service industry podcast about brunch. We're not really sure. But what we do every week is we have a guest. We ply them with uh, delicious food and beverage. And then we make them, force them to talk on our podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Chris King. Hello. And our special guest this week, Candace Connor. How are you doing? So full, so good. <laughs> the happiest. Welcome. Yeah, you got to get right on that. On that. You talk right into that circle. Mammer jammer. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so today, uh, you are kind of you walk in both worlds of our perfect podcast guest, wow. and that is you are it's a lot of pressure. A food, so <laughs> you're a food photographer, but you're also uh, a comic. You also do comedy, so that's the exact middle of the Venn diagram of who we want to have on this podcast. So for the menu today, I try to do some really colorful foods. Uh, we did uh, avocado toast with pork belly and local duck egg. Yeah. Uh, we did a frittata. We did. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, we shit. did. We did before we even. That was that was towards the end of what we did. We got really full and yelling at each other just on cheese. And then, like twenty minutes later, like, oh guys, I know you're already full. Cheese, but I also have this uh, duck egg on this avocado toast, which is just riddled with pork belly. Oh, it is. You're so hungry. A fruit and cheese tray, but uh, a fruit right. cheese tray was. I thought that was it. I thought that was what too. we were doing. I was like, "Wow, this is like, the nicest brunch I've ever seen." It's in my amazing. Life. I'm so full. It's nice because I brought the I brought my game in with the, the cocktail this time, and it totally aligned. Like we were good, and then you just kept bringing more food. Everything was just so much. I, I just oh my god, I hate myself and you, I, pork belly. <laughs> I always go back to the beginning of every podcast, and it's just me in a food coma being like, and then I made, uh, I, I wonder how many people just tune out. They're just like, <laughs> what is this about? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we sound like on this podcast when we're not just stuffed with food. Because it's always like, <laughs> like my whole face is just food pressed <laughs> against it, and then me talking out of it. It's like This will be the first episode that I give a live birth <laughs> to a food child. <laughs> It's going to sound great for the listeners. It's a pork belly cheese baby <laughs> with this, uh, with a re- who's all personality. It's going to be oh gross. So he's gross salty. Looking. He's sweet. So I, 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 I always ask our guests, like, uh, how'd you like it? And they're like, it was great. And I'm like, okay, that was a terrible question for me to ask. I want to try this. Nice, nice. Uh, what, what was your favorite thing about the brunch and why? I love a good pork belly. Nice. I, love a, I love a savory breakfast. I love fruit. Fruit. I don't. I don't like like usually pancakes or waffles or anything like that. But I'll I'll munch on some fruit. So as long as there's some meat in there, love an egg, love a cod, avocado. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god. Did you have God? There's so so many dimensions to this breakfast. I didn't even see the cod. The Jesus Christ. had a layer of fish. The crust was just a cod crust. Well, you know what's funny is because you, you're Catholic, right? I was raised Catholic. You're, wow. you're raised Catholic. Wow. I was too. Um, <laughs> and I felt like I loosely knew that about you from Stand Up Baby. Yeah, maybe. And so part of me, my original idea was I was going to do a fish fry. And oh I was going to have like, wow. I was going to do like fried fish and then like some elaborate cheese pizza. Okay. And then it'd be like, hey, we're both Catholic. Is this funny? And then, <laughs> and it, then I just. Isn't this hilarious is it and funny? tasty? I could, I could make some good fish, I'm sure. And I could make some good cheese pizza. But I just saw Chris King just busting my balls like fish and pizza. That's what we're doing this week for brunch. It's like, why would you? There's no one should do anything based on what I'm going to make fun of because I'm going to try to make fun of all of it. <laughs> And also, I <laughs> fish and pizza sounds really good. I, I mean, everything that's a thing. I don't want to discredit what we just ate. That sounds awesome. But well, we're heading gonna... into we're also heading into Lent. So I feel, I that's why I was just wondering because yeah. I am not Catholic at all. By the way, sub thing. I, I thought you th- thought she was Catholic just because she's sort of gingerish. I'm like, that's a <laughs> weird assumption to make. She's Catholic. What a dick! How <laughs> fucking dare you? Gingerish. Thank you. Thank you so. I don't want to say straight, straight ginger because I think you probably do have a soul, but I just thought that was a weird call to make. But I didn't know you had that history with Bro, her. But- you, you mad gingerish? <laughs> I'm soulless. Thank you. Thanks for noticing. No, I thought you do have a soul. That's what I'm saying. Like whatever, however you escaped with a soul, like you just made it. I don't feel like we want to like piss all over that with some fish and pizza. No, but that would Go be good. Full Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Right I just now. I never know when that is because I am not I am not Catholic at all. Well, now I am going to make a fried fish pizza. Yeah, that's just, awesome. Just, just to spite you. That's great. I would be down with that. Next week, fried fish pizza. You're going to miss out with your gingerness. Spite night. Spite. That is next, next week's episode. All the food is made solely out of spite. We're inviting one of my ex-wives or girlfriends. It's just the spite episode. It'll be terrible for her. Well, it'll be good for everybody but me. Uh, we had uh, we had Gwen Sunkel on the podcast, and uh, she she felt that this was a spite podcast, despite her. Yeah, yeah, because right. <laughs> well, we originally started yeah, was, the, originally started episode. this as a social group okay. to go out and eat brunch. Oh, okay, and she, and she was part of that, and then she wasn't in the first like few guests, and then so she built this resentment, and then uh, <laughs> every time you posted, she was like. Yeah. I don't know that she felt like it was a Spike podcast, but as you kept talking to her, <laughs> I felt like it was a Spike podcast. Spike co- podcast, and I didn't realize that Spike I was podcast. involved in a Spike podcast. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say. It. I'm so full. I'm, my I eyes know. are. I'm filled to the brim with cheese. My brain it's is resting on the back of my cheese. eyelids. That's so that, gross. That all- yeah, it was just. It was all just like we were having a good time talking like regular people, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know if you know this, but it started with you. It was this podcast we did, and then you dropped it, or the this brunch we did, and then you stopped coming, and now I'm doing this, and I'm doing very well, you fucking bitch! And then I had to apologize to her, like, listen, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's talking Always about. I just insult the guests. I just, really I just kept key. showing up to this thing. I didn't know that it was a spite podcast, but that's <laughs> that's what it sounded like based on the episode. We also missed a huge opportunity had we done the fish fry, yeah, to call it a cod cast. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I lost faith in it halfway out. I couldn't even. even. Oh, my God. I think, you know, what's really, uh, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like the headphones are really influencing this podcast. Like, I feel like hearing you in my ears are really changing. Because now I know I can, like, I need to stop talking when you're talking because it's like you're right in my ear. Like, hey, Doug's talking to me in the face. Stop talking. So, like, that's really changing the cadence of this podcast, too. 
but also, you know, what really changed it was the podcast thing. <laughs> I like hearing you guys inside my head. Yeah, really- yeah, yeah. It's weird. I've never had a podcast like in my brain. It's super. I will say I'm glad that we didn't have just the smell of fish. In the, in yeah, that would have changed. That was a lot really of it. Good. I was like, this is some brunch right here. But if I walked in, it just smelled like fish. I don't know. I, I would have stopped eating a lot earlier. <laughs> oh, so good. Man, pork belly. Fish oh and my God. pizza. I just, I ate, I kept eating as much as I kept eating. I would just like drop a, like I'd pick up a pork belly, which you can call pork belly. Is there, tell me if I'm wrong. Cause <laughs> I could not know this. Uh, you know, I'm not in like the, I'll make, I'm not a chef or whatever, but. Pork belly is just uh, fat, right? Isn't it just like it's bacon? Right, right. It's, right. it's just like a slab eating a it's slab like of a bacon. Fat piece of bacon. Yeah. I mean, I think they're just calling a pork belly to like lighten it up. Like I was just dropping, I was popping uh, pork belly like chiclets back there. Yeah. I, don't know if I mean, it'd be like eating like a like a chunk of bacon. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, like I thick continuously. Is in. Yeah. Thick is in. Thick it was good. good. It was good. It would it have to rebranded be. bacon. Yeah. <laughs> So, Candace. <laughs> so I'll tell you what the worst thing wow. about having these headphones is. Uh, <laughs> when you bomb, you just really hear it. I like, like, it. It I like it. Yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. This is, this is, uh, I'm glad Candace is a good person to have. This is, I think, I think at this episode, we are 100% of what we're going to be like going long term. And you're so very, I hope not. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, we have the, we have time a, to plateau. We got an okay mixer. We got the decent mics. We got the headphones on. Like, we got a TV going. I don't know what else you thought. We're in a podcast room. Yeah. We're in a room dedicated to podcasts, the table, and everything. I don't know how much more official it gets. It feels pretty official. It's like, it's, I don't want to say. Some it. sound foam and some posters. Yeah, yeah. We'll take the echo. <laughs> This the is, only thing I that feel like this better is a poster of a piece of fish, <laughs> like a, a black light poster of some cod. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that would change it. It's just a bunch of black. I think you know what really absorbs the echo is a bunch of black light posters. That would do it. As long as they have the velvet on. Them. Yeah, yeah, that would absorb all the sound. It would be awesome. And we could do it in the dark. Um, what were you gonna say though? I, I don't, I'm just killing the air. Just, no, just, no, no, no. I'm sucking up all this dead air because I know you're thinking about what you're gonna say because you're full of pork belly. Podcast. Um, <laughs> that was more confident. I appreciate I'm gonna get it out by the end of this. I'm gonna tight, I'm gonna tighten up this punchline. That's the, the title though. Yeah. That's the title of this episode. Podcast. Podcast. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's good. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Nobody views it. Um so I'm going to ask you about photography and yeah. comedy first. Uh, which 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 one did you get into first? Photography. For photography. Sure. I've been and- doing photography since I was in high school. We um we had a class. I went to Carmel, so please don't hate me. My shit doesn't stink. <laughs> it just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I grew up in Muncie, so I feel okay telling people that I went to Carmel because I'm a Muncie girl through and through. Um, but Carmel had a darkroom class, mm-hmm. so I started doing that, and then I was like, well. I'm committed to the first thing I tried to do. I was like, all right, I'm going to college for photography. So I went to the art Institute, which is no longer. No, it was a pyramid. No it was a pyramid scheme. I was there too. I know we tried to get to the bottom. Cause I feel like I knew you before, before comedy. When were you, were you the 2011 the, to 2015 in the pyramids? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's funny okay. is okay. I was going to say like, it's in then. the pyramids, which yeah. is ironic. It's, so is that a real pyramid fast, scheme? Jesus it is a little bit. But does <laughs> that it's a literal pyramid scheme? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it could be. It could be more nail on the head. They were literally wow. telling me like, "Hey, we're in the pyramids." Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. You fucking idiots. Everything so, was sitting right until you said that. Now I feel sick. But is it is that school not around anymore? Oh, it's no. no. Wow. It what, is, is, what happens? You hate to, to de- see it on a resume. What happens? Your de- 
to your degrees. It was like that. What's well, like that that movie with the evil carnival that just appears one day and yeah. it's just there that is Wait, gone the, movie, the next. Are you talking about Big? Are you talking about the movie Big? No, but big? also Big. Yeah. <laughs> Any movie where there's like a shady carnival that just uh, disappears yeah. in the cover of night. No. So what? Wow, what? That's, it, it I don't want to cut like into the, what you were going to ask, but that what does that do to your degrees? It, is, well, it disappeared like the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> 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 wow, that's goddamn it! Listen, we don't. Neither of us. No one at this fucking table. Uh, well, I don't want to speak. We're not into sports. We're not into sports at all. I don't no look one, sporty. Look, I was going to say, like, maybe Kate no. is super into the Baltimore She's Colts. Not. Maybe she knows the history of That's the Baltimore Colts. That's why I'm actually Colts. here in Indiana. <laughs> just to talk to about like, the Colts. I just wanted to follow them. My parents were just uh, following the Colts wherever they went. Um, but yeah, so that's that's super interesting because it's like, uh, what is it? Is it ITT Tech or Lincoln Tech that went away? One of those schools like Probably. shut down too. Probably. I mean, and they just like went back and been closed. I don't understand what happens here. A lot of well, Harrison did yeah. that. that you know okay, what? We yeah. can't hear Zach. We can't hear you without him. Zach, but that was so some weird. very important input. We what did he say? What did Zach say? You say what Zach said. Um, he said Harrison. Harrison. Said Harrison. That's right. That which I was actually I was considering for a while because it was super cheap. Okay. And compared to IU, and then it seemed like honestly the curriculum was better for what I was doing. Like in HR, it's like oh they only focus on HR shit. Like that's great. So for about six months, I considered going there and then thank god i didn't because they shut down too i don't i just thank don't understand <laughs> i couldn't wait to say it. yes but well, you, you've already pulled your weight for this entire podcast seriously yeah. we can just, finally we're at 13 minutes and we're fucking done we really it's a condensed fucking episode so i guess I, I, we've cut you way off we've 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 knocked Sorry. you off the road and into That's a okay. canyon i'm a great listener uh, uh, but no, like I, w- I would say this as far as my experience, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, is that the accreditation, first of all, they were only self-accredited mm-hmm. okay. as, a, as a compared to like a normal traditional university. Okay. Um, they also um, uh, acted in practices very similar to like the housing bubble where they were giving uh, loans out to people that um, no way. Yeah. Never yeah. Predatory loans, I believe they're called. They, okay. they actually got taken to court and had, but I will say this about most of the programs, mine included, I'm sure yours. That if you went and paid attention, like you got an education, like exactly. the stuff that was being taught wasn't fake. It was just kind of the they were incentivizing people to like get these loans to get them into school. Yeah. And so they kind of got in trouble for that. And then they disappeared. Yeah, but- for a lot of the programs. Yeah. If you have a portfolio, it's like you're going to get a job. They don't like a lot of the jobs that I have. I've never showed them. Like, my, yeah, not even a resume. A lot of times it's like, OK, here's my portfolio. And you learned, and you learned your, your craft I, from that. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I'm making money doing it. I got so an education out of that. that. I just, as far yeah, as the I, weight of that actual diploma, I'm not sure. I know it is, fit. it is words, on the, <laughs> it is words written on paper. I do know that much. <laughs> so are you, if you, if you have student loans, are they, do they get to go away? Like, they don't get to go That's away. bullshit. Oh, because oh, the bank, the, the bank gave bullshit. me the loan. The, the, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. They're like, nope. We're closing our doors, but you still have You're to pay. You're still going to have to pay those loans. So that kind of hurts, but that it's sucks. like, I'm doing it. So but really that, I, think it's a, I, I do think, and again, I didn't go, but I think it's the same thing with Harrison. Harrison was very much the classes they were offering, and that's why I considered it. They didn't worry about like a bunch of like weird gen eds. I didn't have to like go to HR, but then had have to spend a bunch of time on like, you know, uh, 1800s literature. It was literally just like they had classes on like, payroll and they had classes on like that was all applicable it was absolutely just applicable concentrated shit on what you're doing like this seems great why wouldn't i do this and the only reason i didn't is because enough people said like 
you know, it's just, it isn't really respected on resumes and being in HR, you're kind of closer to that than, than maybe you would be if whatever, you know, whatever art shit you guys do that you don't have degrees for, but (laughs) it's, it's just, that was the difference is that they, (laughs) we do have degrees, but they're fake. Thank you very much. Just because they're meaningless. We can absolutely give you degrees from this podcast. if you (laughs) They're still very, very expensive fake (laughs) degrees. But I mean, that was the thing is like, I think that that's probably the same thing. It it, it was very much like, this seems really, really cool. This seems exactly what I'm looking for. And I think that that's maybe the difference, you know, in that kind of stuff is, you know, whatever, like you said, like they were working on what they were doing and how they were getting people to go to those schools may have not been appropriate, but things, the educations that you got. Yeah. Well, I don't know what your experience was, but like when I went on my first tour, it was the first school I looked at and I was like, this is where I want to be. Yeah. And I like the fact that there was also, other like it was an art school so there was like photography and fashion and yes you're more like gen ed classes quote unquote mm-hmm. you are with like culinary people you're with yeah fashion people all sorts of different so you're still kind of interacting with a, a bunch mm-hmm. of different fields even though some of those gen ed classes were suspect when i was in my english 101 class and they had me like putting glue and sprinkles and glitter on a piece wow. of paper making a collage i was like i'm in college, right? <laughs> My <laughs> final math class, we had to make a mandala for our final. I was like, "This is the school for me." So <laughs> like, that's, that's probably it. That's I, probably I don't know what the, I don't know what that is. What is <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's one of those like circles that has just like repetitive circles in it, so it looks like. Oh, uh, okay. It's macaroni. A pic- you, you drew a picture for does, your <laughs> final. Does that have anything macaroni. to do with photography? No. Okay. I guess I had to do with math because you used. A protractor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel like we found out why it wasn't maybe accredited. Well, <laughs> I feel like we've gotten really, like the, I feel like we've really gotten to the bottom of this. The, the, like, like Daylight spent years trying to find out what's going on, but it was just like, I don't know, my math class is like, can you draw a circle? Yep. I can't add, but I can take a mean photo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, did the, enough for the, 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 the specific classes to your, to your degree were good. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and what, sure. the, but what they also did with some of those gen ed classes, I think they thought that a lot of these people were artists maybe tr- had trouble with some of the STEM classes, yeah. some of the basic stuff. So like what I thought was cool is they geared math class to what you were doing. As far as I knew for like, for like cooking, it was all like, Oh yeah. It was all like recipe conversions and stuff like That's that. Awesome. And it makes sense. So it's like, I think of fractions in like recipes Yeah, and it ma- made a lot more sense to me because I'm not good at math. Um, and the people that did like interior design would be doing like square footage of, right, a, of yeah. a house. And it was like, here's the math that you're going to need for your discipline. And I, I don't know how drawing circles came into play. That's why I was like, that's Does why that- I can't cook. It's because I didn't, never learn my fractions. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't that's the color thing. and circles. No, I think that's the, that's the thing is like, if you don't do exactly that with your degree, it's like, you literally like, Hey, uh, you don't do cooking. You work in like an office. Like, can you do this Excel thing? Like, unless only if it's measuring flour. Like, I don't know if that's, it's just not transferable skills. Maybe I did take one. I took the, uh, my very last semester, I took the intro to photography classes and I I loved loved it, Yeah. but I just realized that I would not be able, I was like, this is as far as I think I could go. Yeah. I know. I kind of know what an aperture is, but I don't (laughs) know. I've never heard the word aperture. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) uh but yeah iphone yeah you're a photographer yeah (laughs) well that was the thing too is like just using a regular camera and doing all this stuff and it's like yeah your iphone does most of this stuff automatically but like realizing how hard it is for just a human to try to do it manually i don't know Yeah, like you saying that you think in like measurements like that's i think like i could take a photo with my eyes closed (laughs) that's not what i mean but i mean i could operate the camera kind of it's just intuitive for me cooking like i have to think too hard i'm like "Eh." Just let Dyke make a meal for me. Yeah. 
I know there's something to do with light. Um, that was kind of the thing for, cause obviously, well, you specifically do a lot of food photography. Right. Yeah. That's how uh, I make most of my money. I work for two or three food company, food delivery services that they'll just send me to restaurants. So I'll find out like the day before or a week before they'll connect me with a restaurant. I just show up and take photos and usually get to eat a lot of the stuff too. Awesome. How, 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 how awesome do you do that? Wow. Wow. He just lost his mind with what you said. You just, you just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's pretty incredible. How often? Is that what we were talking I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what you got from that, this, but he literally. This podcast is really <laughs> special. He is, he is full, full of pork belly and lost his, he went to his, his, you turned into that SpongeBob character. Like, um, how often? Um, I I mashed up that's awesome with how often do you do that? No, it's it's very awesome. But how how awesome awesome do you do that? (laughs) Pretty freaking awesome, man. Thanks for asking. Um about three to ten shoots a week. It just depends on the week. I didn't know what denominator of time she was going to give, like three to two cods a week. I didn't know because <laughs> your question, you could have said anything. I have been to some fish and chicken places a couple times a week. So that's I saw your, the only thing I saw that I, I mean, I looked at, obviously we always look, Dyke sends the profiles out. Okay, gonna, yeah. And I saw your, your babies. Uh, and you, what you did oh yeah. Those. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. It was, that was amazing. That place is so beautiful. Oh my God. I love that place so much. So a lot of the times it is cool. Like, cool restaurants like that that are sure. like more actually have like creative menus and stuff but a lot of times it's just kind of that was fish and chicken spots giving, who are not that's what creative you're fucking cutting all into my brown question because i had a good question i had a question about because babies is like a good looking place but mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that you sometimes it's a gas station that's like just has like a menu that is all fried they don't have any tables and they're like okay take photos and I make like, it amazing yeah. yeah so sometimes it's a lot more fun and more creative and interesting sometimes it's like pretty brutal like oh god i really they like lock the door behind me i'm like they don't have tape like what how am i supposed to take a photo if there's no places tables? that have no tables yeah so just it's like a delivery? gas station yeah so it's like you've had you've taken you're telling me you took food pictures of a gas station I'm like not really proud of those ones those are not on my portfolio <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no i know but i guess i don't even know what they would hope to like accomplish like hey we have gas station i don't know what the food that I'm not down in gas station food because no. sometimes you get double cheeseburgers in a bag from a gas station. That's exactly yeah. who you want. But is that what you're taking pictures of? Like sometimes. I mean, it's just yeah. like the rotating wherever hot they send me. The thing? No, it's like the gas stations that also have like. No, we've had a lot of guests on this podcast that have worked at these gas station slash restaurants. Yeah, like the Snappy Tomato. You're looking at me like I, don't know what the snappy I didn't know there was a gas station. I don't even know what that place is. Yeah. I've never. I'm not downing gas stations. I'm not downing gas station food. Like I it's like. Not always glamorous. I like, I like hot dogs. No, yeah. it seems like it. <laughs> I like hot dogs rotating under a like a lamp. That's fine. I'll eat that. On an open fire. I just didn't know you. What's the point of taking pictures of it? Like it is what it is. Like I don't need. I'm not. I'm not eating a bag of double cheeseburger because I saw a good picture of it. I'm gonna eat it because you know I'm driving. Because they have some people that come off the road that may not speak English. They may be high on uppers. You know, they just point to a photo. I want that one. I want that one. And they follow Candace. Yeah. (laughs) I do it for the people on uppers. That's right. That's that's my my core. I'm on so many benzos. I can't say burger right now. Give me whatever that is. I'm on my Instagram. I'm like, this looks like a good bag of cheeseburger. Oh, my God. I'm right next to that that gas station. So So we do food photography like... The whole thing that's confusing about this podcast is we eat this delicious meal yeah. that the audience is not, you know, not privy to it they're not welcome to join. <laughs> but we do like to show them pictures Suckers. of the food that we eat. 
yeah. uh, prior to the podcast. What do you have any like pointers or hints about food photography that maybe we could use to take better yeah. photos? I mean, it's all about the light, really. Okay. It's just the only outdoor way. light better than indoor light. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. A lot of times, cloudy skies are the best. Okay. Oh wow. You don't want too much sunlight because the uh, cloudy skies kind of provides a bit of a diffuser, so that way the light's a little bit more spread onto all the food sometimes you want some dramatic shadows it just kind of depends on what you're looking for if you just want like a sharp nice just clear photo a lot of times outdoor light is the best so when i'm going to these restaurants sometimes <laughs> restaurants in air quotes no, no. not restaurants. i was gonna say like no one can see on the podcast you're recording restaurants i know i've been saying it yeah a lot of times yeah i'll set up near a window i'll just let kind of the window light fall in but a lot of the times they have like curtains so i have to use a flash but yeah as much window light as possible What's the what do you think the grossest food is that you've had to take a picture of? Based on the I, I honestly I am floored by the fact that gas stations are hiring you like, hey, you know it's gonna really drum us some business. Those are for the foods food um delivery services that I'm going to these gas stations. Yeah. So it's like Uber Eats, Grubhub, those kind of things. Okay. And sometimes I go and they since they don't have a table, they're like, just come back into the kitchen. I'm like these kitchens are not up to, up to snuff. Like, there's like packs of cigarettes on the table, air coats that I'm supposed to be a, taking photos of. Is that a dead squirrel? Of. Is that a dead squirrel next to that 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 stove? I, yeah. So I'd say that those are squirrel. some of the grosser. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. They've sent me home with some chicken fingers with <laughs> lemon salt on them, and I'll eat the hell out of them. The food's never the food's it never looks that bad, but it's just harder to make a creative shot of yeah, yeah. fried chicken fingers in a in a. Make, Gas these, station make kitchen. these chicken nuggets look amazing. Like, yeah. Man, just a bag of yeah places like babies, though, that they really go. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinkling milkshakes and uh, beautiful stuff, and there's pink everywhere and lights. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. more fun. Brown yeah. is never good to take photos of. <laughs> and a lot of foods are brown. Yeah, that's all the racist. fried food. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say that. <laughs> brown food's never good. Jesus. <laughs> Jason, but equals what you're saying. <laughs> Adjacent but equal. Speaking of adjacent but equal. No context. No context at all. You're discrediting that joke. I feel like that that adjacent but equal was a great joke. I feel like there we could have dropped the context in this. It was was a callback to a joke that the audience that no one heard. Why we need need video of us eating. Because it would have been amazing. You have to be there. Nothing. Nothing more fun about a podcast when there's a jo- an inside joke that you're not inside of. That's what people <laughs> want to listen to. Hey, I will the- connect comedy and photography. The reason I, f- I met Caitlin McPhee, mm-hmm. who kind of brought me into the world of comedy, um, we met the first day of art school at the Art Institute. Oh. Okay. What was she in there for? She, photography. She was oh. there for like a year. Um, so we just we were close immediately. And she moved away for a while, moved back to Indy. She was like, let's get some food. And then she was like, I heard about this show, Sunday show. So we went and saw comedy. She was like, I really want to start doing comedy. So I would go to every show with her. I was her biggest cheerleader. And she is now, what, four years into comedy? Yeah. She's a juggernaut. Yeah, she is a juggernaut. Put on her own uh, comedy festival. Yeah. Uh, Yuck Fest. So that's kind of how I got into all that. Kind of. When was the the first time you got up? June of 2017. Nice. I've been up probably less than 30 times on stage doing actual like stand up. 30 times? I, I love that you're discrediting the fact that you've been up almost 30 times. I know, times. but it's that been what, insane. three years going That's on three insane. years? That is nuts. I would not go up less than one time. 
<laughs> I would go up zero times. That's what I, I just I wish I would have like started a lot earlier, and I wish I would get up more. It's just so intimidating you, to me. I don't know how you guys. Do you like when you go up there? Front. Do you when you go up there? You like it when you're when you're done? Do you feel good about? I like. It? I still like completely black out. I don't remember. <laughs> Did you do? Because like I remember seeing maybe your first or one of your first times on stage, and you seem to like. My impression was that you came from an improv background or a theater background or something. Did you ever do that? Kind I've of done stuff? theater when I was young. I did show choir. Um, I did two rounds of improv, but I was too scared to do the showcase. So oh, I just okay. like, I left town both times the showcases were happening because I was like that scared. I was like, no. So I just liked the class and I like, I love writing. I still write stand up like most days i still am like writing shit down but i'm just like you just don't like the performing it part in front of a live audience i like it but i just i I get too much in my head i just can't i can't bring myself to do it even like mics in indie i don't know Mm -hmm. what it is i think mics are way harder are you serious oh yeah because i don't know i don't know open mics mics? yeah yeah so that's when you're not booked you're just kind of testing out some like the red flag stuff there's no way in the world i would ever be able to do that uh well like i'm nauseous just thinking about it I got car sick just now. Car sick just now. Well, just a lot of a lot of times the mic the mics are mainly comics right. who are either in their own head about what they're about to say, or they're hanging out with their friends, or they don't care because you know they're not your friend, or you know they're newer or whatever. Or it's like, not active listening. It is definitely not active listening, which is nice. It's probably uh, what you want when you're doing. Yeah, that, right? but I'm just like it, it's like it's like um, it's definitely a training. You know, when they have like the weighted bat, you know, make it as hard as possible. And then you take the weights off and then you're really good in front of a real audience. You go in front of a, an actual audience that's there to see comedy. I, I would say that if I had to like rate the levels of uncomfortable comedy, the worst is when you um, spring comedy on people that were did not expect oh to see a comedy God. show. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that? hanging out? When is that turned? happening? That's the absolute Oof. worst. What is that happening? What is that? Like what bar is- shows. Sometimes they're just hanging out at the bar. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, in 20 minutes, comedy is happening. And they're oh like, oh, my God, that sounds awful. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> but there's be, there'll be people that are like went out with their friends or went out with their coworkers after work. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, their hangout time turns into they're in the middle of a comedy show. They, yeah. they didn't sign up. Like for they it. were just trying to talk. And then so all of a sudden, like someone louder and yeah. possibly funnier is talking. And, and it's usually but then yeah. probably not. Maybe not. Well, and it's also usually an open mic. So it's usually bad comedy. Yeah, yeah. And so like that's the absolute worst. And then just a regular open mic. Yeah. And then, like, the best is obviously, like, a show where people, when people come, especially when they pay a little bit of money, right. if someone exactly. pays at least five bucks, th- then they want to laugh. They're That's there yeah, to laugh. Yeah, yeah. They've invested yeah. in having a good time. Yeah. They're on your side. They want you to be funny. Yeah. And again, yeah, they're active. They're not, like, trying to ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what they're there for. They yeah. want to be. I guess I never thought about that. When you're paying for a comedy show, you're not working against the laugh. You're like, right. oh, I, I hope that I could possibly laugh at this thing. That I paid a bunch of money for. Otherwise, I'm out. I'm the sucker if I don't laugh. Yeah. What was I like your, anything where a situation where if they don't laugh, they're a dick. What was your uh, well? What was your worst? <laughs> what was your worst experience on stage? Or like your worst bomb, or just maybe not a bomb, but like um, least favorite experience on stage doing comedy. All of it. No. <laughs> I swear to wow, God, really? it's so nerve wracking. No. Now, once I get off stage, it's all. I always I'm like, oh, it's, the adrenaline is mm-hmm. so real, and it's you listen back to your set, you're like, okay, I got some good laughs to think of the worst maybe my first time just because i was like sick to my stomach about it like yeah so nervous i don't know 
Well, you've gone up a couple, like 20 some times. It's like, so many times. She keeps just turning now. Like, okay, I'm Jack probably up. goes up 20 times a hey, week. That's literally what he's doing. He literally <laughs> is part of a, the thing that is, is brought out yeah. improv, which again, I'm going to take this opportunity to say two years of red flight comedy, which is amazing. That's unbelievable. That is incredible. That's unbelievable. Um, I mean, I, I guess we're not going to clap. It's a podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to clap. I don't know for what that. we do. I don't know what we do with that. But that's we amazing. We know the audience but is clapping. That's what I'm saying. Like he's doing it all. That's what he's doing. He's part of the thing that brought it there. So he's doing. I think that's a lot. It is I, a lot. I, yeah. I feel like it's a lot I, of commitment. Yeah, I, I think that that if you go up one time, I think it's like it's like marathons. If you're like, oh, I've only run 20 marathons, like go fuck yourself. How fucking dare you? <laughs> a lot different than that's a marathon. A, no, I don't think it is. I don't <laughs> yes, think it, it is. is. I don't think so. Like, I think it's, I think it's hard. I public speaking is that is people fear public Biggest speaking more fear. than literally yeah. anything yeah. to do it. Almost, almost 30 times. Yeah. Fuck a marathon. You could, I mean, anything you could train for a marathon and, and, and run it, or you could not train and then walk some of it. You still did a marathon. Right. I think there's no, you can't fake standing in front of a bunch of people and trying to be funny and they laugh or they don't do it. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't discredit that. 30 I, times I, I think it insane. also just gives like a, like a point of commonality of just like, Oh, you know what it's like to write jokes and yeah. edit yeah. and to yeah. you know, do all this stuff. And that's my favorite part. I like writing the writing part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoy when I when it just flows out naturally. I hate when I feel like I'm like being forced to it. My worst bomb has been any time. Yeah, I'm so that, excited to hear this. Well, <laughs> it's been a few, and it's usually when there's music and comedy, like a show where there's really? music yeah. and comedy, because the the energy is different, completely Very different, different for a comedy show and a music show. And um, I, I've done them. And the reason that they've been bad for me is because the audience wasn't terrible. If the audience was just terrible, I could be like, oh, they sucked. And that, that's why they didn't like it. But it's like people that they're trying to calm down. And it's like they seemed like they're, we're trying to like it. And they just don't. <laughs> wow. Like that's the absolute. And it's always been it's for me. It's always been at shows that had music, comedy, music, comedy. Mm-hmm. And I did. Uh, I won't say the name, but I did. I did. <laughs> Thank you. I did a, I did a local show where I was the only I was the only comedy. That's hard, no matter. Wow, on, on the entire show. Why would they do that? And it was it was music, but they had like spoken word. Spoken word oh, was see. a fucking hit. Do you think though that they thought really? you were spoken word? They didn't like the comedy. And, but well, do you think though that maybe they thought you were spoken word and they were like <laughs> like they wanted to laugh but they didn't because they thought they were laughing at you? Like someone should have said like, by the way, this is specifically not spoken word. This is funny. It's okay to laugh because if I went to like spoken word, first of all, I don't. I don't get spoken word at all. Like I only know it from like '90s movies, yeah. uh, slam so, poetry. Yeah, like slam poetry stuff. So I saw, I'd be like, I, I don't, I don't know how I'd react. But then followed immediately by someone who's supposed to be funny. I'm like, I don't want to laugh at his spoken word because this guy's telling a poem that he's really into. I don't want to <laughs> laugh at that. The, the, the worst part was it was a paid gig, so I oh. felt like I had to do it, and it was 15 minutes. Jesus. And after the oh, first gosh. four wow. minutes, I was like, No one's laughing. This is not going well, and I still have another. Did Ten you, minutes. Did you think that maybe say like, hey, just so you guys know, this is not spoken word. This is comedy, so you're allowed to laugh. Yeah, did I you think, think of that? I, I should have. Maybe, I, in hindsight, you know, it was whatever. But I think maybe that would have helped a little bit. Like, hey, guys, just so you know, you're allowed to laugh at this. It's well, not it's like a... It turns into a TED talk after a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a spoken word about my mom dying or whatever. It's just like regular regular comedy. You didn't get a single snap. No one snapped for it? I mean, oh yeah, you can snap. Not yeah, you know that they didn't know what was going spoken on. Word. Spoken word seems a little harder. I got, I, I, you know, it was there was some laughs, but it was like also, again, it was worse. I would rather have people heckle 
or just be like they're the problem yeah but these people seemed like it's they were just like all being quiet and being very respectful they just did not enjoy what i was doing i'm telling you they thought it was spoken word and they were literally being respectful that's why they laughed like like somebody somebody was on a date and the dude was like laughing and his girlfriend's like, shut up. It's not funny. But it's the cadence work. is different with jokes. Like you, yeah. like you, you know, you're supposed to laugh. Yeah. yeah. And 15 minutes is so long to have it's quiet. A it's time. a long, long time to have time. silence. It's have zero oh. laughs. I mean, there was some, but not for what the a I, light. Chuckles. But, yeah. Wow. A lot of polite chuckles or <laughs> every once in a while I would make one person. This were like 90 people in a room like, and one person laughs and you're oh, like, man. thanks buddy. <laughs> You and me, bud. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, yeah, that sounds terrible. That sounds truly, truly awful. Again, why I don't do it? This is why I would never do any of these things. Uh, it's but the reward is so good when sure. you oh yeah, laughs, it's it's like flying. It's great. I imagine it's like it's like probably what gambling addiction feels like. Like the highs are so high, the lows are so low, and the instant gratification. Like if you're doing well, you know it. Yeah. Like if you're making money gambling you know it like yeah right there yeah. but i would also be the guy that like loses his house and everything <laughs> yeah. I don't have a- you get so excited about doing it like well i bet this will always always work out and then fast forward you're <laughs> homeless and have no pants that's the no first thing pants. the first thing first that goes thing that is goes. your pants that's the first thing when you gamble too much and you're homeless the first thing that goes your pants that's why you we got the no- phrase gamble your pants off. <laughs> That's exactly no right. That's what I'm saying. Actually, that's literally never happened before. Are you? You're seriously. This is the worst time for you to take up. All right. Uh, this, is, this is the time where Dyke leaves, and it's it's up to you and me who just met today. Go? I think he's getting more beer, but he's so this is the worst. He does this a lot on the podcast, but I feel like this is the worst timing. We've never met before. We could also do this too. You know, we could. I, I feel like you're giving me a lot of credit. <laughs> it feels like we could. It feels like we could. Um, but the problem is, is that this is the thing. Whenever any guest comes, I typically don't talk to them at all. Okay, I try yeah. not to have an interaction with them because then I can have natural conversation <laughs> with them when when they get on the podcast, which at the time seems super weird. Like, right. who's that guy that we don't Hello. know? What a, what a dick. <laughs> but then we can have natural conversations, like ask. But the thing is, I already asked you all these questions. I know, and we now already... I don't know. We had a whole conversation off the mic and now I don't know what to do. Luckily, Doug is back. Thank God. So you're the one that's always like this is this is an this is an audio only medium. Nobody can see anything. I should be I should be able to slip out for ten this minutes. Is, and you should thing. be able to hold it down. No, no, no. The I second I leave, you I threw me like, under the bus. I feel like I give an impression that I can hold a conversation by myself. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I can't either. That's why I'm the guest. I yeah. need you guys to guide my work. But I feel like I feel you like fell apart. Will... As soon as I left, really you fell did. apart. A lot like, of times, though, a lot of times I'm okay, but it was just, I feel like you left us with nothing. I feel like you were working on, you guys had a good cadence, and I'm like, I don't know, that I need to be here. And then you guys were doing okay, and I was just going to like jump in with some stuff. It was seriously like a jumping rope situation. Like, I'm going to jump in at some point. It's going to be awesome. And then Robert, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe now, maybe now. And then you leave, I'm like, not now! Not not at all. I got nothing right now. harder than the sausage and the frittata. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what about that breakfast, huh? Remember when we ate together? And we had he some got cheese? You, he got you a reward. He we got a bunch away. of cheese and I gave you a big stem of rosemary. Let's talk. Maybe that's a podcast. I don't know. I can't do this alone. Dyke's gone. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh so uh, oh, we always perfect. like we always like to ask our guests this since it is kind of a service industry themed. Yeah. Have you ever worked in the food service industry? For ten years wow. of my life. Where yeah. was this at? Tell us all about it. Am I supposed to say the restaurant? No, 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 no. If, no, if you, no, we had a whole goddamn it. 
That's the why one, I asked. I no. found a few jobs and I filled it literally no. all of them today. Look, yes. if Three you, different restaurants. If you don't work there now, you can't. I don't, yeah, I, I'm out you of can't. the service yeah. industry. You, you definitely can. My New Year's resolution last year was to never serve a goddamn table again. A goddamn table again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank no, you. I loved it. And my last job was, or my last service job was one of my favorites. Um, yeah. I worked at Steak and Shake for years and years. That was my your friend, When time. I was 16, that was like, that was, I worked probably 20 hours a week when I was 16. I was like rolling in dough. My friends wow. loved me. Dyke, Dyke <laughs> so dumped work. the girl that's taking shake. Were really? you his waitress? In Carmel, Indiana? Because <laughs> wouldn't that yeah, be no, weird? That wouldn't, cool. that be, wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> um, I dumped a milkshake on a baby my first shift. Nice. <laughs> what? what? When you were, so 16 year old? 16. The, I was like as small as the baby. I was were just you, a child with my bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, were you wearing the paper hat and everything? I had and the paper hat, the bow tie. Wow. Oh, it was so brutal. Um, So you can't leave the gray without a tray. So you had to have a tray every time you left like the service station. So I was like, this is just one milkshake. Can I please? Ju-? And it was when the milkshakes were top heavy. Yeah. yeah. So they like, yeah. Super and tall. I like had my little milkshake on my tray. I was like, here I go. Luckily, I wasn't wearing roller skates. Could you imagine? So Do I get up to the table and the shake just spilled right onto the baby's head. Oh, my God. And the baby started crying. Well, I yeah. started crying more than the baby because oh it was my, my first shift like on my own. So I was back in the office like sobbing. And then the mom and the mom brought the baby back and like made the baby fist pump me. I was like... I- <laughs> Tip me twenty dollars. It's the best day of my life. Wow, I like that. <laughs> so I, like I did that, that every shift. Up like, wow, you turned that into a win. No shit. That, that, that baby had like glass, like a big glass uh, <laughs> fucking uh, container dropped on his soft spot. The mom's like, "Listen, he's probably brain damaged, but I don't want oh you to be uncomfortable." God, but you deserve a tip. Anyway. Here's, here's twenty dollars in a in a fist pump, and I got to go to the hospital now. I hope you're okay. <laughs> That was a, that was mom of the year, yeah. or maybe person of the year. Terrible mother, fantastic friend. Great service too. <laughs> Great service. Um, so yeah, working at Steak and Shake and Caramel is what prepped me to start serving the big time. So then I got my liquor license, started serving nice. at a pizza place in Carmel, worked there for about five years, and then I worked at a Filipino restaurant in Fountain Square for a couple of years. And then Thanks. yeah, things started changing and everyone, all my kind of close buds were leaving. So I was like, you know what? It's time to just go all in on the photography. So now I just- Which is that. amazing. That's super impressive. It's, I, it's pretty wild that it's actually okay, happening. I, like, I, I feel like you're discrediting all your accomplishments. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm really just, good at that. Now I just take pictures, you know, professionally. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I work for like two hours a day. Thou- hundreds of thousands wonderful. of stupid kids are going to college hoping to God they can do what you stupid do. Stupid kids. And, you're and they get like, real degrees? What idiots. What a, <laughs> Bunch of morons. Bunch of more. Your degree is on a Polaroid. You're like, I'm turning it into an actual job. You're like, I don't know. I'm just doing whatever. I'm just, I'm just taking photos for, uh, professionally is all I'm doing. And it's just everything I've ever wanted to do. It's my, I'm living my dream. It's whatever. I don't know. And it's I like, whatever. I do comedy like 30 times. I've done it 30 times. Whatever. I wish I could do more. Go fuck yourself. I love this. This is great. I love the praise. How oh, dare Backhanded you. praise. <laughs> how, uh, how often, or how, like, how much do you spend, like, just editing your photos and stuff like that? I've been trying to kind of do more in camera because for a while I just didn't think about it as much and mm-hmm. would just, like, be like, oh, I'll just edit that later. But now I'm, like, trying to take more time, actually, when I'm photographing. So for, if I do food photography, it probably takes me about an hour because I'm usually just sending mm-hmm. in, like, between five to like 30 images. So that takes like an hour or two hours. But when I'm editing a wedding, it takes like another like 50 hours a lot yeah. of times, especially if it's a 12 hour wedding. Sometimes it's just like six hour wedding, which only takes like 30 hours to edit or something Jesus. crazy like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to like those kind of things. The food photography, yeah. it's a lot easier. Someone's wedding days. Like I, I've catered uh, a couple. It's a little more of, important than a piece I've, of fried cod. I've, <laughs> 
I've catered a couple weddings, and yeah, it's it's nerve wracking because you're like, like this is the one thing you can't mess up. You cannot, you cannot mess up this lady's wedding, (laughs) (laughs) especially the photos. Like, and of course, the food's important too because after running around all day, everyone's like, okay, this is my time to just sit and enjoy a meal. But yeah, with the photos, twelve hours just me. It's Mm. like gotta make sure I have like four extra batteries, four extra memory cards. If I delete any of these, like. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Jesus. It doesn't scare me as much as it used to. Like my first couple weddings, I was like, oh, like almost more scared than doing stand up. Yeah. But yeah. now it's just, yeah, I try to just no, that seems stay terrifying. more present, enjoy yeah. it more, and not, not worry. I always found Prep this. More. I always found like there was so much pressure leading up to it. Like I would be talking a, a lot of times to the parents of the, the bride and groom, mm-hmm. the bride and groom. And the parents who are paying for everything are like freaking out about everything. And then it seems like once you execute it the day of, then they're just like, just heaping praise upon you. Oh yeah. Everything's great. We knew you had it. No, you didn't. (laughs) You've been on my ass for three months. (laughs) You are a stress ball. (laughs) Do you have, uh, do you have, I don't want to, I would hesitate to say bridezilla stories, but you have nightmare stories of doing those those weddings. Cause Um, that sounds terrible. I'm, I'm still I'm just now kind of doing weddings for people who I don't know like for a while it was just yeah. like friends and family great. word of um, mouth yeah, yeah word of mouth just yeah so with those not really any problems there was one where one of the um daughters of the bride she was a she was it was her second marriage so she had three kids um, a couple of them were my age but one of the daughters who was in the wedding was playing a soccer tournament and she like hurt her knee really bad at this soccer tournament. She was already cutting it close. Like she's in the wedding. So like the wedding got pushed back an hour and this bride was like, Candace, where is she? I'm like, why am I? Why in the world would you know? Two other daughters who are like, who can help you. She's like screaming at me. I'm just like, just taking the pictures. Oh, I'm not editing your photos even a little bit. (laughs) No, but it was just because she was stressed. But really I've been pretty lucky. I haven't had too many, too many issues. Just more stress on me. Just like, Oh my god! I left my I left my charger in the other room. I got to run, run, run. But yeah, yeah, it's never. Yeah, and you've been doing this since 2015, like right after you graduated, or was my there a buffer? My first wedding was in 2012 or 2013, so before I was even really graduated. But that was just one of my friends, like a small back backyard wedding. I guess I meant. I'm sorry. I guess I meant. Uh, how long have you been only being a photographer? Oh, just since last January. Oh, wow. so like a year. Cool. Wow. Yeah, a year, pretty much. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. That's the dream. I can't believe it's yeah. There's not it's not good for a podcast for us to just keep saying like that is fucking amazing, but I it really love is. Love this podcast, really, five stars. Really is impressive because as as somebody who does HR for a living, yeah. which is just terrible, <laughs> and I just do this as like a thing. Like, listen, I am so proud of you. I'm so impressed. That's no, it's. No, I gotta guys. give. I gotta give it back. I work for the goddamn man. That's it's terrible. But no, that's that's amazing. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. you yeah, it's it surprises me every day, and I'm scared every day that I won't ever get a client again. But it just keeps yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outside of uh, photography and comedy, what are your what are your other passions? Or is that food? Food, nice. Yeah. I, yeah. Seriously, yeah, I love to go out and eat family style with my friends. Traveling a lot just to eat, pretty much. But yeah, besides photography and comedy, it's pretty much I don't even do comedy, and I'm like <laughs> besides How comedy. How dare you? I keep saying that like I don't know. I've only gone up like thirty times. Like stop, <laughs> stop saying it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're on a comedy podcast right now. I would, I would consider this. 
Well, you're a comedian too, then. No, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. Not really, though. Not really. I just fucking work here. I just uh, friggin' stuff and plug people in. But, but you're on a comedy podcast. You're doing, you're going up all the time. Like, I don't know how else you consider yourself. I mean, it just, I think there's too often that you just like, you consider yourself whatever you are based on, I don't know. Everybody has their definitive benchmark of what makes them whatever. But I mean, you're doing all of it on your own fucking terms. I, I think there's no reason to discredit that. That's fucking badass. So much. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of weird. I know it's been a year since I've stopped serving, but I mean, when you're in the service industry, every Friday night, every Saturday night, yeah. like yeah, you don't yeah. have any free time. Yeah, you get so your life back. It's so weird. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. I watch a lot more television. <laughs> really, that's my other hobby. It's just sitting on my couch. I had a Friday, Friday night off uh, this past weekend. Oh my, kind God. of out of nowhere, and I made the mistake of going out to a bar, and I was like, oh, I forgot. Why, why i never go out on the weekends that is the best thing about serving that i really miss is that like your your how you your time off is mm-hmm. the best time off because it's off cycle with everybody else so mm-hmm. like i would have like a tuesday off and then do no my grocery there. shopping yeah. like on a tuesday i'm yeah. like oh this is great and i i honestly didn't think about it until i got like a nine to five like you go to the store and everybody does like wow fucking grocery scores suck like it's everybody's going on saturday yeah because you're not going like a tuesday like 2 30 in the afternoon awful it's awful or going out to drink you like people drink on fridays because you know they got the weekend off Ugh, terrible you know the best time to drink <laughs> fucking cheap wednesday at 4 p.m that's the best time to drink 9 a.m no one is out there oh, 9 a.m every not wednesday every tuesday wednesday thursday 9 a.m are you before noon pass out do it again that's the best time okay are you are, what side of town are you you're from the north side uh, uh, yeah, you're muncie in the north side oh it's, i'm from muncie yeah yeah so there's this bar on the east side it's called the hilltop okay it's right next it's built on top of a cemetery uh, it's right on next the top of a hill. Yeah, on a it's hill, and in, in, in the middle of a what? cemetery. Like if there's a back, there's a picnic table out back where you can go smoke a cigarette, and there's just it's in the middle of a cemetery. Wow, um, that sounds incredible. I, I don't know, but uh, it used to be kind of like a like a biker shit kicker bar, okay. and and now it's still kind of like a blue collar, but it's yeah. less likely to get stabbed when you're in there. But I'm uh, not going. less likely, <laughs> try not, to get stabbed. It's not zero percent. It's not zero percent stabbing. It's just like now it's like eighty percent. Yeah, it's like, oh, a little bit safer. No, it's like a little. Bit but uh, they do push me down the hill after. I don't care if you stab me. <laughs> they do a thing for like factory workers nearby that work third shift. So they open. Oh, yeah. They open like at seven a.m. and they serve this like Ooh. big breakfast. Oh, and so it's cool. a lot of people that are getting off work third shift. So it's like they're like after work wind they're down. 5 yeah, yeah, it's like seven o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. So me and my friends used to go. Like, so <laughs> if we could get up early enough, we're like Hilltop, and you go to Hilltop, Hilltop. you get there like salt. Everything's salty. It's like salty biscuits and gravy. I mean, it's delicious, <laughs> but it's just like everything's like you know, like they call it that though, right? Everything's like out of a can and super salty, and uh, really good. But then it's just like everyone's like everyone's drinking Budweiser at like seven a.m. and it's just God, like, wow. well, we got to order some drinks too. And it was just like it was kind of like this podcast. Where you just get a couple drinks and a bunch of salt in you, and then you're just like, <laughs> I can go to, I can go to bed again, now. Again, you're doing what she's doing with her guy. What you didn't, you didn't serve us a bunch of drinks and a bunch of salt. We had really the best food ever. And then the, I don't know if you've heard, comics are kind of self-deprecating. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're all beautiful people. Why are you recognizing? You sons of bitches. You stupid assholes! My food's too salty. Everything was amazing. I just gave you a bunch of salt. It did, that's the thing. That's what Dyke did. He gave us amazing food. I know he was like these potatoes. Yeah. Shit. Except for those goddamn sweet potatoes. Those goddamn hash browns, which we wouldn't have even known. He could have. He could have knocked on the hash browns. We were already dying. We had. We were still gorgeous. Oh my god! I, 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 I have I, bailed on food before. 
there was yeah. still there was still um what, what, oh there was still biscuit dough in the oven today when i opened it up <laughs> i forgot that i forgot that i bailed on those on those beignets last week <laughs> opened it up beignets were amazing oh yeah last there was a there was a canvas there was a ball of dough in the oven this morning like petrified like a rock and i was like oh god i forgot about you and it was just like I just it was this ball of shame that I had hidden last week and then I found it. It was like the shame oh, just God. came back. I was like, oh, in like the it trash. was the oven again. It was like old enough it could make a face. It was just disappointed, like, how fucking dare you? I'm still in this oven, you son of a bitch. Into the trash you go, shame baby. It's like forty five pounds at arms. Oh. <laughs> Climbed out itself. It's like dragging. Well, so you said that you, because uh, I too like to take food vacations. Uh, what are your favorite um, towns to go for food? San Francisco. One of yeah, my one of my good nice. friends moved to San Francisco a couple of years ago, so um, I always visit her. And we'd go during the week, and she'd be at work. And my me and my other friend, who I worked at, um, I worked a restaurant job with. We've known each other for about ten years, and that's our favorite thing to do together. And so I like, yeah, we I like- just go eat oysters like the entire day and just go to all these restaurants in San Francisco. And then she'd get off work and be like, time for dinner. Let's go eat some more. Well, so- I like it's because it's already like divided into like food groups. So yeah. it's like, let's go to Chinese food town. Yeah. Let's go to Chinese food let, town. Let's, let's go. I don't think they call it <laughs> let's food. Let's go to Italy food town. Into Italy food town. That's not how Tim's. <laughs> let's, you know what? I've never been to San Francisco. I guarantee that's not how it's Let's go eat enough. some gay food, man. I don't know. <laughs> gay oh food Gay, gay, gay. That's not out. That's not what they do. It's just brunch town. You've never had a a Castro sausage, then, my (laughs) good sir. You're missing out. Wow. (laughs) At least that's what the guy in the glory hole told me. I don't know. Wow, wow, wow. wow. None of that was food related. All of it's fun related. That's not how you separate the food. Uh, Think what else? What's your favorite place to go? New Orleans. New Orleans. I've never been. One of my friends just moved there, though. You've never been. We should go. No, I've never been. I went there one time in the summer, which was terrible, but I really want to go back. Yeah, he had hot dogs and rice. That's why. New Orleans is a hot place, and I went okay, in August, so- and it's a swamp. And then I, uh, I was there for work, so you which had makes some swamp it. Ass. I had some real swamp <laughs> ass. I puked on a bunch of things, and then oh, I, yeah. I missed a plane. It was, Ooh. it could have been better. And also, New Orleans always smells like puke. And then heating it up in August, <gasps> like the August heat on puke, is makes it worse. Again, hot I think puke. that New Orleans is probably an amazing place. New Orleans in the winter time is is probably it's probably the best. Yeah. yeah. It's not a hot puke town. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like 70 degrees like right now. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, amazing. I went, I went in August, but it's 1,000 degrees. Everything smells like vomit. I rented <sighs> a bicycle from a guy who was made 100% of BO. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Like he was. You probably shouldn't have touched that bike seat. No, honestly. he was a bag of hot onions. <laughs> oh, God. And with a French accent. It was, oh, no. oh, it was gross. And then I rented a bike from him and it's, and I returned the bike and I didn't return to the right spot and he called me with his French onion accent. like, where's my bike? <laughs> It was, it was just, it was a lot of weird stuff. I guarantee you it's a very, very good place. I got really into, the only thing I can say for New Orleans, I got really into uh, chicory coffee, mm-hmm. which is the, yeah, from Cafe like, Dumont. Like, what I would uh-huh. Yeah, for like, for like okay. months, I would only drink Yeah, it. That's all I would drink, which is really, really good. All right. Um, it's on my list. It's definitely, yeah, it's it was one a good of the places time. I'm uh, Don't go time. in the summer. St. Louis is okay. pretty cool too. Okay. Um, For barbecue. Or not St. Louis, Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City. Yeah. St. Louis, you can see on your way to Kansas City. Just okay. keep driving. <laughs> keep the doors locked. Do not stop. Windows rolled sure, up. Sure, it's fine, but don't. Not in the dark. Just keep driving. Keep going through. Uh, Candace, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much yeah, for doing this wonderful. podcast yeah. with us. Um, 
Is there anything that you would like to plug, get out there, your photography? Or? Yeah, uh, Candace Connor Creative on Instagram. You can find my portfolio there. Hire me, please, for anything. I'll take photos of your baby, your dinner, your wife, your husband. I don't care. Jesus. Um, and then in October, we'll be doing Yuck Fest, um, the second annual Yuck Fest here in Indy. So Thanks. look out for submissions. Look out for tickets. So excited for that. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Yeah, this is no, this awesome. Was so this is the best this is Sunday ever. Plus, uh, Candace Burr and Army, which they're not, you know, they're not here. But I got my posse. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. you are the first guest to come with an entourage. <laughs> People. I literally didn't okay, I was surprised. It's like, all right, like, easy. Okay. How's, how's it going? Oh God, there's three of you. That's all I could say. I didn't, I didn't handle it well. I didn't handle it well at all. Well, luckily he cooks for an army. That was yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still yeah. too much there food. So much food. Um, follow us on all social. We are on all the social medias at Harder Brunch. Guys, if you'd like to, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please DM us on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Not on concerns though. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to yeah, don't bother us. You guys keep, have some just keep your keep to yourself. If you guys have any constructive criticism <laughs> specifically for Chris King, yeah, uh, let us know. That's fine. I'm okay with that. And uh we will see you next time.